From on the Barcast, the podcast for bartending, service industry, drinking in general, and the hardworking men and women of these, our United States. Now, well, we recorded an episode on a Monday night, as we typically do, but we got caught up in what you would call a little bit of production hell. Yeah. Uh, lightning struck. Everything that could have gone wrong with the cameras and the audio did. So here Kelly and I are yeah. today on a Tuesday afternoon. I'm enjoying... A coffee Coors Light, which is a coffee and a Coors Light. I feel hungover, and I don't know why. Yeah, from last night. So hopefully we'll be able to uh, parse together some of last night's episode into something usable and send it out to you. But today we we move on. <laughs> we step into the brave new world at two thirty in the afternoon on a Tuesday because we care about you and we care about our listeners, and we want to put on. The best and as much of a show as we can. So I started to scratch together a little bit of content and then it just flowed. It flowed today after a pot of coffee. And here's what it is. So I was thinking about daytimes and nighttimes. Okay. Uh, we've been slow. It's the winter. And uh, so I haven't been working my day shifts typically or, you know, as not, much. Not at all lately? Not at all. Not for the past few weeks because we just haven't needed anyone. Yeah. Whilst, uh, and, and the weather hasn't been... Yeah. Terribly accommodating. Yeah, they've been running it with two people during the day, which typically during a busier time, we would run with three or four servers and bartenders. <clears throat> was someone, uh, Amanda, wanted the day off, so I worked for her. And what I forgot is daytime, day shift, hits different yeah. than night shift. So it's they they both have their positives and negatives. They both have their slings and arrows. They both have their ups and downs. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And lo, the pale glow of the moon cast a shadow over my warm discontent. The man with a layer of sweat and asphalt upon his boots. The tea will never be sweet enough for him. <laughs> But this is my salute to the working men and women of this country. And uh, is is it more joyous during the day at Huckapoos? No, uh, no. <laughs> Does it feel tired? No. What it is, you have. All right. I'm not disparaging the working man. I'm actually, of course, I love the working man and women of uh, yeah. of this great country of ours. Deep appreciation. There's three types of daytime huckapoos or just generally bar restaurant customers weekdays at least right so there's the entitled abusive right okay those are like your uh you we've all seen the meme or the trope of the uh old ladies leaving sunday church service saying we're gonna go run a server to death and not tip her right 
Okay. Yeah. So they're the people that always get their things taken care of for them. So you're just another cog in their system where it's like another person that I tell what to do. Right. right. So entitlement is just during the daytime as well as nighttime. Well, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's universal. But that's a that's more of a weekender thing. Now, on the weekdays, there's a few flavors, right? You have, all right, picture it like this. If you're the, the general working man, you're laying brick, you are painting walls, you're doing construction, you're at an office uh, data processing, you're doing whatever. Driving a car. Driving a car, driving a truck, right? Serving up cold ones. You, in a sense, are, a, are feel a bit powerless over what you're doing because you're working for, you know, even if you were, you know, if you're on contractor or whatever, you're still at the behest of the person who's contracting you. You feel in some sort of way powerless through most of your day because you're being told what to do. So then they get the respite of going somewhere and being able to tell another person and direct another person what to do. Hey, go get me a sweet tea. Okay. You know, and that's a fine power dynamic because we as servers and bartenders, it's kind of our role in some ways. Now, a lot of the guys and gals that come in during the day at Huckapoos, they're not the abusive type. But there is a part of me that lets them have a, a more of a, a wide berth to how they treat me because I know they have to go back to work. Yeah. To direct me, I'm like, yeah, use me, have some power over something today. Okay, you know, I, I feel that. Sure, I, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I'm not guilty of it myself. I'm not an asshole, but it's like I don't want to make my own meal necessarily today because I'm either too tired or I just right. feel like spending some money or whatever, yeah. and I want to be treated as such. Right. So then there's the um, the cycle of abuse, people. People that work at jobs where they're abused and shat on, it's just like a parent beating their child. That child's probably going to beat their child. It's the cycle of abuse. So these working men and women who are getting shit on all day by some boss that hates them, they're just returning us the favor. They're handing it right down to us, to the servers and bartenders. Now, this is during the day. Another reason they're kind of not in the best mood or couldn't, you know, potentially not be in the best mood is the specter of having to go back to their job after they eat also looms upon them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Monday's coming, baby. So the, (laughs) the, the daytime, whatever your Monday is, right. Exactly. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. (laughs) So the daytime and nighttime thing, when they get off of work they they don't want to have power over anything. They want to, they want to lift that beer to the mouth. That's literally why it's happy hour. Yeah. The nighttime people, I mean, have you noticed that like, okay, no matter what lot in life you are and people still use like classism in some sort of way, everyone wants to find someone they can kind of look down on yeah. to, to make themselves feel relevant or validated, whatever. Yeah. So I imagine in the cab, some gentleman from out of town who works a job where he gets abused in some sort of way, yeah. verbally, mentally, physically, he's the first one that's going to be like, <clears throat> drive faster. Take me. Most people are really actually pretty respectful, but there there is that passenger, male or female, age is not even an issue because I've had young people be incredibly rude, and then I've had old people. But it's pretty rare. People aren't overly dismissive, but they, it, I think people like, if there's a measuring stick, at least I'm not doing this. 
you know, that I've is, got my gig and I'm not doing this for a living. Right. And I even got caught. There was a girl that called me out one night. Um, I had Alex in the car with me. And um, he wanted to do a little Breezy Junior ride-along program. And uh, so I'm like, yeah, maybe it was like 2.45 at this point. Maybe two more rides. And he got absolute front line of the two worst rides I've had in recent Oh, he was he was the front row seat, literally? Front, front row seat, yeah. Um, and, it, I mean, it was comical because, like, the, first, all right, the, the second to last ride was a girl who was just incredibly just – dismissive yeah i think i told you a story like you know she was basically just saying no you just don't want to work hard you're lazy and this is in the span between like um a mile Benny, benny's and south campbell a mile two yeah. miles yeah yeah and and oh in the span of oh she was saying because the job that you work yes driving the cab means that you are lazy because you don't want to do another type right. of work yeah real work and you are you going to read her your goddamn resume of and what I you've like, done? I was just like, please tell me more about myself, you know. Wow. Uh, but it got it got pretty brutal. I mean, honestly, if honestly the venom was so great that I kind of wanted to ride it out. Oh yeah. You know, I love living because I could have kicked her. I could have kicked her out very easily. Oh yeah. Like, you know what? Fuck, you know, f you. Yeah. Fuck you, know? you bitch. Yeah. I don't need. I don't need this tonight. But at that moment, I just wrote it out, and then she gets out of course, throws the money at me. I was like, I don't care how you feel about me. You're still paying me $15 for you and your friends. And her girlfriend was like doing the whole, you know, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, so. Well, if one. you're so sorry, control your fucking friend. Yeah. Yeah. God. Uh, but of course, it was like one of those things at hindsight, like, I wish I'd said this. But but I was still, I think I carried myself very well and responded accordingly. Not there, not like, sorry, you feel that way. I was just like, I was like, oh, please like, tell me more about myself. Yeah, this is good. This is too and good the thing not. is, without you, and you're you're not going to be the one that assumes what she does in life, if anything, because yeah. she sounds like she probably doesn't have a lot to worry about, right? Yeah. So when people spit that kind of venom at you, for for a guy like me at least, it's pretty easy to return the serve and and dunk a little bit because like I'm not better than you, but in this yeah. moment right now. I can find something that will hurt you. Yeah, and I'm not rethinking my priorities because of this thing. Yeah, and, if she, right. and if she woke up with a smile on her face the next morning thinking... Thought she got over on a, on a lesser I'm human being? I'm fine with that. That's... It is. So I, you didn't have hand on the wall in the shower? Like, what? My, no, no. Brittany no. thinks I'm a loser. Not, not for that kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's... It's universal, I think. And and like I said, she's in the, in the, uh, in the class... In the entitlement abusive. Or the assumptive, since you do this, and you know, especially like at the bar, at least if if I were to ride something like that out, it would be more than like ten minutes, you know, and I'd have at least ten minutes to get some, yeah, some back and forth. But your rides are five minutes, traditionally, yeah, uh, pretty short. So and I mean, she I could guess, yeah. she could fit all that them and vigor, she, venom, and she was she was holding it up for somebody. I but I just happened to be in the crosshairs. It could have been an Uber driver. I don't know, but for whatever reason, probably wasn't span, even anything close to you. I don't know, but in the span of five and a half minutes, she had made her. Did she open with like what else do you do? Because I always love that. Honestly, I don't remember it really opening that way, and it just I don't, it, it's it was like any breezy ride that goes wrong, it, it goes wrong immediately. <laughs> it's not like it percolates to the end necessarily. Like when it, as soon as you know the, the car moves a foot. You know this yeah. is going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah, because if you were a smart asshole, you'd be the asshole at the end, right before yeah. you got out. But I was, I was blindsided. I, I never saw the three kids coming out of Huckabee, or I'm coming out of Benny's or King Nut, whatever it is, and it just boom. 
<laughs> I could believe it. Like, but, but yeah, like I said, um, it wasn't like she wasn't a physically assaulting me. She was just giving me a dress down. About how old was she? Do you imagine mid twenties easily? Oh, there yeah, you go. Probably just post college. Certainly post college. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I've noticed uh, lately, you know, as the as the seasons change, uh, eras pass. Um, the mid twenties person now is much less abusive than say the mid thirties person is now in terms of, you know, dealing with service people who are right. doing something for them. And so during that daytime shift, it was like a, uh, I'd like a case study in every, every one of those styles. I had the guys who came in and knew that knew exactly what they wanted, had the money because they knew they had to get back to work. They were the guys with like bright yellow shirts on uh-huh. that are like, we came here to eat, get some sweet tea and get back to work. And they tipped 25%, you know, they respected the hustle because we respected their hustle. And I can, when, when guys and when people come in during the daytime, you can tell who needs to get back quicker than others, right. depending on what they're dressed, how they're dressed and what time they get there. Yeah, absolutely. If a guy shows up at 1140, I know he probably needs to be back at like twelve fifteen, probably. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, hey, let's let's get these slices going first. Yeah. But then there's the uh, so all the working people mostly good unless they they're abused at work and then they just pass the abuse right down onto us. So I'm thinking, homegirl yeah. in the cab, her her mother or father probably told her something very similar, and she was parroting that back to you. Yeah, you have no, you have no drive in life. I, you know, like I said, yeah, yeah, look, in hindsight, I wish, you know, I mean, like I said, I, th- I think I responded accordingly, somewhat sarcastic. Say, you know, God, tell me more that. about myself. And now. then, um, but you, you kind of look back and go, I wish I had said this in response to that yeah. and all that, and not really like in, overly engage in this because that would be yeah. placating her. She wins now. Oh yeah. If I took if I took umbrage. That's so, handing saying, power over. Yeah, she's yeah. got it now. She's like, all right, now he's offended because he knows I'm right. And I just wasn't going to let her have that card out of my hands. Of course. My hand. That's the last thing you can do. And, and, and that, I, that's for anything, really. Yeah, I mean, that kind of goes for, yeah. But, but anyway, I, I'm pretty sure she, I don't think the next morning her friends were like, you were really rude to that guy last night for no reason. Yeah. And he you know, seemed like really nice. He was getting us home safe because we were drinking and he, right. you know, doing his job. And you just totally you know, tried to fillet him. I, I don't know if we have we choose our friends with it really well or something like that, but like I've I've I don't remember a time I've I've been around some of my guy friends who have gotten a little too rowdy or out of hand, but not uh, verbally abusive to other people. Well, right, so and you check people, that shit. Yeah, well, so the, yeah, so the daytime people that you you know cater to, cater to mm-hmm. and all that like they're not drinking as much, obviously. No, probably. not yeah, not yeah. nearly as much. Yeah, right. But they have so. There's a certain there's a certain type of uh um there's a culture now where it's complain first and see what you can get out of it, right? Yeah. And what I find from this what the what what defines this culture for me a little bit is the sort of okay, I'll give you an example. It happened the other day. I brought some ranch dressing crazy to a table with their pizza for their you know they wanted it for their pizza yeah. you take a bite of it taste of the ranch dressing there wow this ranch dressing is really bland this is the person 
who had smoked four cigarettes outside before they walked in the door. Uh. This is the person I dumped so much goddamn sugar into the sweet tea urn. <laughs> this is the person that was like, it'd be nice if I could get some sweet tea. I tasted uh. that shit. Kelly, I had to chew on it. <laughs> Kelly, I went and dumped another half a kilo of sugar <laughs> into the goddamn pot. And I poured it, and they go, this is a little better. This person is so goddamn blown out in their mouth from cigarettes and sucking dicks that they can't taste the strongest tasting substance on planet goddamn motherfucking Earth ranch dressing, especially the ranch dressing from Members Mark, which is Sam's Club, (laughs) which you know they got to cater to the fatties and have the strongest tasting goddamn ranch you've ever had before. Because Walmart and Sam's Club know who their fucking demographic is. You know who their fucking demographic is? You know who these people are? You know who this group of people are? I'll tell you who they are. They started as working men and women of this great country. But you know what they did? They they bamboozled a company. They bamboozled a company to hiring them when they were 21 years old. Right out of high school. And yeah, I said it. They were 21 out of high school. It took them that goddamn long to fucking graduate. They bamboozled these people into giving them a job that had benefits, paid leave, and all that. Then guess what they did? They fucking got fatter and drunker and dumber and fatter. They smoked. They didn't take care of themselves. They drank motor oil. They they plugged fucking condoms with uh, RC cars up their asses. And then guess what they did? They they gave themselves... Type 2 adult onset diabetes from all the goddamn ranch dressing they suck down like a fucking baby with a baby's bottle. And then guess what? These companies have to pay their disabilities, which were self-imposed. You know how else they get disabled, Kelly? Uh-huh. They get so fat and unable to do any goddamn thing physically that they slip and fall on a two-inch fucking piece of concrete at work. And they break their hip. Mud and gravy and fucking ranch dressing pours out of their open wound. And then they go to the hospital, and then they don't work ever again because the company is paying for all this fucking. And then what do they do? They take their fat little fucking kids and their fat husbands and wives and take them to the restaurant, and they go, the ranch dressing is bland. Wow. So, yeah. So, they, uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have a, a huge opinion on these people. You know? I, it's just... I, wow. Yeah, so. You're not wrong. And here's the thing. I've had... Uh, like I don't I've had extended family before that have fallen into that category and in terms of like when they were young they would get they would go ahead like right out of high school they'd get a job for you know Dave's Towing Company or something like that Uh and then they would take such ill care of themselves that they would drive themselves into diabetes and hypertension and toothlessness and they would fall down over a two inch slab of concrete get hurt and then the company's left holding the bag for their quote unquote disability slip and falls a real thing yeah if you can't lift your goddamn foot two inches <laughs> off of the ground either you're too stupid to fucking lift it up or you're too fat you know and then so that that's where the complaint culture comes in first because these people will get so fucking sick and then they'll go to the hospital and if the nurse and you know right up their ass with two fingers yeah they're like oh, whoa I'm supposed to be, te- what, is this a hospital? Is this a medical facility? Yeah, well, you know, oddly enough, like driving, I haven't driven daytime for Breezy in a minute, but when I did, something that was noticeable was people weren't drunk. 
Right. They it's were either a, going it's back a difference. Their, they were going back to get their cars. or And back then we had the pharmacy and some other things going on the island. So they were going to do errands on the island because we were the only way to get around the island. And maybe over to Wilmington because they need to get hit the pharmacy at the Walmart. Right. Post right. office. Yeah. Uh, the farm, so you, know. you weren't, you know, the sling, yeah, the slings yeah. and arrows you were saying earlier aren't remotely the same compared mm. to driving at night. So at night, thank you for wrangling me. I, that was a very, okay. It's okay. very, very good producer move there. <laughs> so at nighttime, what happens is the working men and women of this great country of ours, uh, the ones who aren't sucking down ranch dressing, who can actually have the energy to go out after work, you know, after they get off of a hard day, they want to go drink a beer, right? They last until about eight o'clock and they're totally fine. But then after eight o'clock come in the, I'm going to be here until the bar closes and I'm going to be mad whenever you say, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. Right. We're, it's time to close. Why? Yeah. It's it's only 1.30 a.m. Definitely had a few rides of shame. People I know taking them or picking them up from places they probably, I'm not saying shouldn't have been. But you mean was, the day before? The, the, the there were some before? sheepish looks occasionally, like, please don't tell anybody about this. How many, like, well, well yeah, you don't do daytime very no. much, so. Yeah. I wonder how many how many rides of shame happen for those daytime breezy drivers. Well, as we call one them, a day. Yeah, well, yep. As we called the cowboy days back in the day, at least you uh, know ten years ago or so, and maybe the first couple of years I was still driving when I was driving breezy, or drive started driving breezy. Um, yeah, there was there was, you know, I was picking people up from places, and you know, my motto with breezy has always been, "You were never here. This ride never happened." Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the the your the discretion. Your business. Yeah. Oh, I saw you went over there again. I ain't gonna say nothing yeah. though. Yeah, there's and there was and there were patterns. Definitely. <laughs> he started seeing the matrix right uh-huh. before you. Yeah. Like, oh, Wednesday he likes to be over here. Tuesday she prefers Yeah. One twenty one yeah. Boulevard Court. Like I said, it, it, it was like every other ride, but but the daytime crew was definitely a, you know, I won't say a different breed. It was just people not drunk. But yeah, you know, the, the pussycat mentality, like they're absolutely one way when they inebriated. Oh man! And then, but but sober, they'll help you move a couch. Yeah, you know. I've, were, I I don't know if they take um, uh, like psychotic medicines or smoke a lot of weed during the day and don't drink. But I've seen people that'll come in. I'll get on my shift, my night shifts at five o'clock, and they'll come in. Hello, Paxton. How are you today? You know, prim, proper, upright, head high. Mm-hmm. You know, world is their oyster. Two beers, and this is a person who drinks a lot. Two beers, and the switch has already flipped. Now, typically, you can sort of pin that down to like, well, they take Xanax all day. You know, they're they're prescribed Xanax or Zoloft, or love, love or they smoke a bunch of weed all day. Because you know, when you're if you're super drunk already, and then you get high, it's a bad thing. If you're already high, and then you start getting drunk, you In might my get experience. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, so then you have, uh, I don't know, I think they're teaching a new uh, course in college now called like the uh, the gal, gal validation or the bro validation course. The galidation course, maybe. <laughs> and so the, the way that the, the, the young uh, college women implement it is, so they've set a really low bar on what's complementable to each other. So they're out with each other. And they say something like, oh my God, girl, Slay, you look amazing. Because she put on something besides a t-shirt, you know. <clears throat> Very low bar. Very low bar. Which, I like the the idea of, hey, boost your fellow person. 
you know? Hey, you look great today, whatever. But, and now this has always been a thing. Uh, and I'll get to the boys in a second because they've been taking the same college classes. Uh, but uh, they're, they're, now this has been a thing for a while. Uh, girls have done this, uh, but they used to, this is what girls used to, uh, this is what, uh, this has been going on for a while. So ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. The journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> so, so you know the affect of... Uh, the journey is usually the part that you remember anyways. <laughs> there just happens to be a French bulldog after <laughs> after Miley Cyrus there. All right, but that, that thing has existed uh, in young women for seven or eight years now. Like, uh, But yeah. the, here's the way they used to do it, okay? It used to be they would be uh, addressing their friends about a coworker or something. There we go. So I told her just to like table that and if she didn't start respecting the value of my time that i wouldn't show up anymore right that's what that was that would be the subject matter you would typically hear now i don't hear that anymore you know what i hear they're talking to me they go do you even know what a rolling blackout shot is do you even know what a foghorn leghorn even is do you even know the ingredients right or they'll go this is the best one. Do you have any idea how long I've been waiting? I would like, and then you go, yeah, what would you like? Well, I don't know. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I I get the luxury of being able to just drive away. Right. I can't. Yeah. I, yeah. But I yeah, mean, but you're kind of stuck in the, t- in the, in the devil's tube with them for a little I, bit. I, you know, sometimes Breezy's uh, a little behind. You know, we're three minutes later than we said we'd be. Five minutes oh, or God. shit, even uh, maybe ten minutes. How, how oh, all that? Yeah. Okay, and, but everything's usually just fine. Yeah. You know, oh you're, my God, you're not yeah. missing surgery. <laughs> you know? You're not missing last call yeah, anywhere so either, lady. Come in the door, hot. Especially if I don't know you, mm-hmm. where the sense of entitlement plays. I'm like, oh, yeah. you can keep on waiting. Oh, hundred percent. Try. Yeah. Give somebody else a try. You wait on your Uber. You know, yeah, see if an Uber will come yeah, down Yeah, but I, honestly, I, I haven't had to deal with that in, in quite a while. I, I, I'm either incredibly fortunate or, or maybe diffusely. I don't know, but I rarely had to play, did, had to do that. It's been a while. But you can, I mean, but you know, it, the moment they get in the car, you can already tell. Yeah. And see, it's not like that at the bar. Like, you can't tell right away sometimes. A lot of times. Uh, and like I said, the, the classes they've been taking about validating each other. Yeah. Here's what the guys do. The guys don't really do it with each other, but they'll do it to me. So you got a college age guy, and what? And I think it's. I think they're taking a college course on like how to win people over and gain their trust or respect or something like that. Yeah. Because it's it's the old trope of the verbal tip, but they open with the verbal tip to be like, "Oh, dude, I'll, like they've never been there before. Hey, man, I love this place. Look at all the di- hey, man, you guys got a good thing going here." Right? Yeah, cool, man. You want something to drink? Yeah, man. Like, oh, man, what an impressive beer list. <laughs> right? The the immediate validation uh, without representation. <laughs> validation. Now, look, I can see a stranger and find something in, on, or around them to f- tell them, go, you know, add a boy on. But I don't go slinging that around because it cheapens it. It's like saying I love you too much to your significant other. And these guys, I think that they've found success 
and getting things that they want, such as not having to leave a tip, they don't think, because they verbally bro-tipped you. So they'll immediately sling these validations without representation just to, maybe it's something that they never got before towards them. So they think if they, they spread that seed enough, Johnny validation, apple seed. There's that pack mentality and someone's got to be the lead dog sometimes. So you get the bros going out together and someone's got to run point. You know, yeah, yeah. The waitress comes to the table and he's barking orders like he's going to have this, he's going to have that. Not necessarily ordering for his buddies, but yeah, someone's got to run the chef. Now, but that at that age range that I'm talking about, like college, they don't. That guy doesn't normally exist. See, that guy doesn't normally exist, but that girl does exist. Right. But then, as you get into your early 30s, all of a sudden it flips around, and now the guys are taking the point. And the girls are the ones that you have to wrangle together to, to see what they want. Girl night, man. So they'll come up, and it's it's almost as if they're like, uh, as long if I if I throw this, you know, uh, fake, you know, vapid validation out there, this dude's gonna remember me not for not tipping, but for being congratulatory and and complimentary, even though from a complete stranger. Unless they were to say something like, hey, man, look like you're having fun back there. I'd be like, yes, I believe you. A little more flair. Yeah, but if they're like, oh, man, hey, what? Dude, man, nice hat. Like, that's not that great. <laughs> Dude, your beard grows up. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's dumb. It's red. <laughs> what? You know? If they complimented this Tito's and Vodka shirt. By Mr. Ian Coyne, Coin Laundry Instagram, then I would say, ah, you got good taste. They were to say, oh, I enjoy that Thai bean coffee mug you're drinking out of there with that delicious Thai bean coffee. And I'd be like, yes, you're right. It is good. If they saw me in my Inferno shirt and said, I love that hot sauce shop, be like, you're a man of taste. Maybe not wealth, but taste. (laughs) And that's believable. But tossing out the and the girls do it to each other. Oh, girl, slay. You put something besides flip-flops on. <laughs> the bar is so low for bro validation and galidation. Uh, validation without representation. Do you... Now, I know. I think I've been around when people are like, man, this is Kelly. Coolest guy in the car. Yeah. And it's because they're... And I am. Well, yeah. <laughs> well they're right about that. I mean, cool. But that's obviously... But, in, that's in the realm of the... Uh, the uh the co the cool co-opt right ah uh, this guy really likes me right yeah. right Kelly what if I what if I compliment you enough will you make me seem cool in front of these people I clam up I because seriously when someone's over Kellying me in the car <laughs> they don't know me from Adam <laughs> that's how you can tell and, and, and in the meantime I'm kind of looking over and no offense to anybody if I've forgotten your name. You know, it's, sorry, it's, man. It's you see a lot personal. of people, brother. Yeah, it's nothing personal. And sometimes I pick people five times. I'm sorry. I just, but it's somebody who remembers me from last summer. Or for, I don't know. It's so random. And it's just Kelly, 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 Kelly. And like, I'm still going, is this guy Larry, Bob, Rick? Right. Steve? You know, you know what I do? What so I, I spend most of the ride being clamming up because I want to respond in kind and be like, yeah, that's Davis, boy, uh, Randolph, you guys. Oh, you two from uh, Indiana. I knew that. 
there's one of you, there's a thousand of them. Yeah. But you still feel a little bit bad. And I'll tell you, that, that's one of those old tricks that people used to use. But I can it, it sounds so obvious to me when people go, all right, how you doing, Paxton? So Paxton, what's happening? Paxton, Paxton, yeah. Paxton. That's like a trigger to remember someone's name. I just refuse to go, all right, Dave, good to see you, Dave. Want another Bud Light, Dave? How's the, how's the weather been, Dave? How how the ball's hanging, Dave? <laughs> it is a trick to remember the name, but, like, all I got to see is they had a Miller Light and uh, a Tito's with a Coke back, whatever. I, I know the address. That's it. You, I know where you're going. Autistic, going back, man. We're going back, too. <laughs> well, uh, I got to shout out uh, my uh, famously brown roommate. He turned 50 a few days ago. My man. Now, if you want to have a shining example of how black don't crack, take a look at this man, this brown, handsome, tall man with dreads, and tell me that he's 50 years old. Come on. He's he's a god. Come on. Adonis. A light, a ray of never-ending positivity. Oh, yeah. So positive that he won't let you even agree with him. Because you ain't positive enough. <laughs> you ain't loving yourself enough. That, this is our tribute to my, to my roommate, Travis. Hey, man, be, stay here with me. Yeah. Be beautiful. Okay? No, be beautiful. Right, Kelly, stay stay there. Stay beautiful. I'm trying. You know what? You illuminate this room every time you walk in the door. Now, now agree with me. Yeah. Okay? Stay there. Stay with me. Be beautiful. Stay beautiful. Be you be. That's a good conversation, and that's how they typically go. He just won't accept less <laughs> than the best of you. I, I mean, it's it's true. <laughs> everything he says is true. That's right. Everything I mean, good he says I, about me is true. If I needed a, a walk up, you know, <laughs> song or just a pep talk, hype man, the locker room, yeah. Whatever. If I was like, man, I'm going for a job interview. Need a little reinforcement. <laughs> I mean, that's him. He just would get like, you got this. Yeah, you got this. You're beautiful. You are worth it. You're good enough. You're smart enough. Yeah. Yeah. And doggone it. I'm glad we got this episode. As far as we did, uh, production hell happened last night. We still might be able to squeeze out a bit of an episode from it. But, uh, we got you this today. We're working hard for you, just like the hardworking men and women, ranch-drinking men and women of this great country of ours. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's uh, Instagram uh, forward slash from behind the barcast. Same on YouTube, same on Facebook. Uh, we have P.O. Box, P.O. Box 191, Tybee Island, Georgia, 31328. And, uh, Kelly, thanks for coming in on your day off. You're welcome. Well, not well. You're working tonight, I but working. on your daytime off, and yeah, nobody saw that. And uh, cheers, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.